There's a few people in the online space with massive personal brands that talk a lot about hustle. And while I'm all for working hard, if you're not careful, hustle can cause burnout and sometimes even major health issues. As a mom of six kids who runs a successful full-time business and who has all sorts of things to do, I'm going to share with you three ways to avoid burnout so that you can perform at your highest level. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. Athletes know that in order to be at peak performance during the times that it really matters, they've got to be incredibly strategic about how hard they work and build specific times of rest into their schedule. And so, you know, I was just training for the Berkey and I found a lot of parallels with how I trained with that and how I've grown a successful business and avoided burnout. You know, if athletes don't build rest into their schedule, their muscles may be fatigued during a major event and they won't be able to perform at their highest abilities. And for me, I just wanted to finish the Berkey, right? Like that was one of my big goals. But I knew that if I didn't train smart and build some rest and recovery into my schedule, that I wouldn't be able to finish it. Like if I started the race and I had just done a huge long ski the day before, I was going to severely struggle and might not even finish. And so we all have busy seasons in our business as well. Like I know this isn't a podcast for athletes and I know you might be tired of hearing about the Berkey at this point, but I wanted to share my lessons from it with you because I think it's so relevant to our businesses. And so think about some of the busy seasons that you have in your business. So whether you're creating a new course or maybe you're launching a product or maybe you're just launching a podcast or getting your personal brand like started on whatever platform you picked, or maybe it's a time of the year when all of your clients want to work with you. So for example, when I did wedding photography, our busy season was May through October, like almost everything happened and actually even more like June through October. And so we would work like crazy during those months. And then we'd have a lot of time off all the other months, but those months were exhausting and burnout was incredibly common once you got into like late August into early September. And so you can probably identify pretty quickly the times in your business when you're most like most busy and most likely to end up feeling really burned out and exhausted. And so what I want you to do is think about how we can build up to these times without completely burning ourselves out. And I'm going to talk about my Berkey training a little bit and that event as a parallel for this, because I think there are tons of parallels that make a lot of sense. So the first thing I want you to think about when you have a huge, big event or busy season or launch or something coming up is don't forget to taper down and carbo load. So what in the world do I mean by that? So there's so much that goes into preparing for your busy time that sometimes it can be really hard to slow down and take a breather before it really gets exhausting, right? So when I was training for the Berkey, I was trying to get longer and longer skis in. In fact, I think my longest ski was 20 miles before I did the Berkey, which is uh, 55 kilometers or 34.2 miles for my U.S. listeners. 
And so 20 miles wasn't all the way up there, but I figured if I could do 20, that I could probably push myself to do more. And 20, I could have done more except for I ran out of light because that's just how the timing works. But, you know, I didn't do those 20 miles the day before the Berkey. I did those 20 miles two weeks before the Berkey. And then after that, I didn't ski a lot. I tapered down and I slowed down on the number of things I was doing so that I could rest my body and recuperate so that when it came to the big event itself, my body was rested and ready and I was fully charged and ready to dive into it and basically had peak performance. Not only that, but the day before, I was very intentional about eating a lot of carbs, which in, you know, racing worlds, they call it carbo loading. And I've run two half marathons as well as having done the Berkey. And there was one half marathon where I carbo loaded really well. And there was one where I didn't at all. I didn't care about it. I'm like, oh, it won't matter. It's 13 miles. I've done this before. I've been training for it. It won't matter. And I didn't really worry about what I ate. And I didn't drink really well before then because I like to pre-hydrate the day before as well. And I got into the race and I was better trained for the second half marathon than for the first one I had run. And I think it was around nine or 10 miles, somewhere near the end, but not at the end. I still had a few miles to go. Like I felt hungrier than I have ever felt in my life. Like it was like all of a sudden my body was saying, you've depleted all of your, you know, like stores of food or whatever. And it was crazy because yeah, I really think that there's something to be said about carbo loading and having those carbs consumed the night before so that your body can continue drawing on those the next day. And so as you're thinking about this stuff in your business, you want to think about how can you restore your body and prepare it to be at its best peak before your busy season. So maybe it's not just your body, maybe it's your mind as well. But I would recommend taking a little time off right before your busy time and find a way to find rest and really nourish yourself well so that you are ready for whatever is facing you. So like when I'm coming into launch, being able to step away for a few days before I get really hot and heavy into the launch is massive. In fact, last August, we did the 1K weekend and that launch. And for, I think it was about 10 days, right before I did the 1K weekend, which is our challenge. And I talked about challenge launches a few podcasts ago. And I actually had a family vacation planned. It just happened to be scheduled then. It was a little bit risky for me or it felt risky because I'd never taken time off right before a launch. And it meant that I had to have everything done in advance, far in advance. So we did this 10-day vacation where I'm literally pretty much off the grid. Like I checked in once a day to make sure that Nothing was like on fire or broken, but I didn't carry my phone with me. I didn't have my computer on. Like I was literally on vacation at family camp, enjoying time with my family. And I came into that launch so rested and so filled with energy that it just went so much better than launches ever have before for me. And so I'm a firm believer that we need to not only prepare for our launches in the big times, but that it's really beneficial for us to take some time away from our business and rest and really recover 
from all of the work we've been doing before we get into the most intense parts of what we're doing, before we do that launch, before we do, you know, whatever it is we're doing. And I actually recommend scheduling that in far in advance so that you know you've got deadlines that happen before it so that you have the freedom to take that time. And I know it can be hard, but it makes a massive difference in your energy level during those really busy times or those massive events. And for my Berkey race, I could tell that my muscles were like ready. Like they were fully strong. They were recovered. They were ready to ski. And it was awesome. It went really, really well. So the second thing, so first thing, I'll repeat that. Don't forget to taper down and carbo load. In other words, make sure that you are taking some time right before things get crazy busy to refresh your body, refresh your mind and rest so that you can show up in the best form of yourself and have the most energy possible for the most demanding parts of your business, which generally tend to be the most important parts of your business as well. We really want peak performance there. The second thing that you can do is make sure you have aid stations built into that big event or that busy season of yours, right? So at the Berkey, Every, I don't know, it was every four to eight miles, they had another aid station where we could get hydration, we could get food, we could get our skis fixed if something happened with them. They had all sorts of different things at this aid station to really help with caring for ourselves as we went through this race. In fact, I don't know if I've ever eaten so many bananas in a day because that's what sounded best to me at the aid stations was having those bananas. And so I would hydrate, I grab some bananas, and then I would keep going. And when we have launches or busy seasons or whatever, so many times there's just so much to do and there's so many demands on our time that we do not build in aid stations. We don't build in breaks. I mean, some of us, and I'm when I'm saying some of us, I mean me, I'm guilty of this. I'm much better now, but I used to be very guilty of this. I would hardly even eat during a day because I'd be so sucked into what I'm doing. I wouldn't have time to go grab food. And I would, I just wouldn't even think about it. Like I wouldn't even realize I hadn't eaten. And then when I did realize how hungry I was, I would go grab something fast that was usually full of crap or that was tasty and yummy and not healthy in any way and didn't aid my body and my energy levels at all. And I would eat pretty crappy if I ate at all. And so that really caused my energy levels and my performance to be hindered significantly. So if you can figure out a way to make sure that you're getting rest and nutrition during those crazy times, like right in the middle of it, build in a system for that. Plan for it in advance. It makes such a difference. So what we do now is we plan meals in advance to have done so that I make sure I eat. My husband makes sure to bring it down to me. Like he's really good about helping me with that. He'll remind me, he'll bring me food. And that's something that he does to serve me during launch times or other busy times. But also I step away and I, you know, I do go, I did my roller skiing during that, or I would go take a short ski, or I would take some time away from working. And you know what? Things still got done. You know, we think we don't have time to do this, but we can. And when we do take a little bit of time to ourselves, and I'm not talking like all day, I'm not talking hours and hours and hours of time during the middle of your busiest season. I'm just talking take an hour a day or whatever you need to shower or to eat or to exercise or to do something that's just going to refresh your mind and your body and your spirit so that you can be 
fully who you need to be during that time, it's going to make all the difference to your energy and your emotional levels as you're pushing to get to that finish line. It does take planning, it does take forethought, and it does take discipline because it's much easier just to grab a jar of Nutella and start eating that with a spoon than it is to actually have something healthy ready to go, but it's worth it. In fact, I hired a contractor not that long ago to work with me for a project. And I had a little bit of concern because they were pushing really hard and they were in a totally different time zone than me. And I was just like, hey, are you doing okay? Because I'm a mom. I am a mom with a capital M to everybody. And so I I wanted to make sure that they were doing okay because they were putting in more hours than I expected them to. And I didn't, my team's expectation isn't to do that much. I didn't even do that much. And they were just really, it felt like they were working around the clock. And they're like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I, you know, whatever. And they reassured me, this is not a problem. They were great. They were doing good. And then a couple of days after the launch, they were walking home from somewhere and they collapsed on the street and ended up in the hospital for five days because they had overextended themselves and become so exhausted that they literally physically collapsed. It was really, really bad. And so that's extreme. That hopefully isn't going to happen to you. But I know for me, even with, and they were fine, by the way, they're okay, but it did leave a long lasting, like they had to change their habits in a massive way to avoid having that happen again. It was very dangerous. And I know for me, I find that when I get overexhausted and I don't sleep enough and I don't eat well, and I get really stressed, I tend to get migraines and that shuts me down completely. So in part, I have to take care of myself or I know that I'm going to have these migraines that cause me not to be able to do what I need to do. So you'll know yourself what you know you need to do to have rest during the middle of it. But don't forget to take care of yourself during those busy seasons, even if it's just a sh- something as simple as eating a meal taking an hour for prayer and reflection or taking a walk out in nature, whatever it is, build that into your time and really protect that because the last thing you want is for this business and this personal brand that you're building that's supposed to make your life better to actually hinder your health or hurt your relationship with your family or cause something worse to happen. I don't want that for you. So the third way to avoid burnout is to celebrate and recover after your crazy, busy times. So after the race, you know, we celebrated the fact that I finished it and I took basically the whole next day and I stayed in bed because my body was destroyed (laughs) and I just let myself recover and really rest without that responsibility of doing anything major. And I think that we need to do this just as much in our business as we do when we have something like a race or something physical that we accomplish because launches in other projects and busy seasons, like they can be absolutely exhausting. And if we don't take time to recover after that's over and we just dive into the next thing and we don't take time to really celebrate the wins that happened during that busy season or that big launch or whatever, we really pay ourselves a disservice because we we don't like we're doing all this work and we forget what it's for. Like when we celebrate that, it helps us remember what it's for. And when we take some time to recover and rest, we come back refreshed instead of just totally exhausted and wrecked. 
and we're going to be better in our businesses by taking that time away and resting and recovering than if we had just kept working anyways. We'll get more done and be more productive because we are rested. So definitely get the rest and definitely celebrate. Find a way to do that because otherwise, what is all this hard work for? Like, what is the point of putting yourself out there on the line like this? So the three ways that I want to share with you, and I have a bonus tip for you if you hold on for a moment. So number one is don't forget to taper down and carbo load. So before your big event or, you know, your busy season or whatever, find some time to really rest right before the biggest part of it and to really nourish your body and your soul before going into that. Number two, during that time, make sure you've planned out ways, aid stations, basically. Think of them as aid stations. Make sure you're getting food, water, exercise, sleep, all prayer, all the things that you need to have to really take care of yourself during the crazy busy time so that you can endure through whatever race or marathon or you know whatever duration you need to, to get through that time without it causing massive health issues or relationship issues. And I know lots of people who've had relationships broken because entrepreneurs and influencers like us tend to put our business before our family and friends and all of that. Don't do that. Find a way to build in time into every part of your day so that it's not just an afterthought. Then the third way to avoid burnout is to celebrate and recover after the really big events and make sure that you give yourself some space and time to really rest. So here's the bonus tip. Sometimes we don't have busy seasons or we don't have launches or we don't have something big that's exhausting us and we just have everyday life and we're feeling burned out without there being any massive reason for it. And I think a big reason that this happens is because we haven't learned how to build rest into our lives during all seasons, not just the busy seasons. So when we learn to build a pattern of rest into our lives at all times, it's going to help keep you fresh so that when some sort of big break happens for you, you're going to have the energy and stamina you need to follow through with it and really take advantage of it. And that's kind of what I found with the online business stuff is that you'll grow a little bit and then something will get shared or you'll get invited on somebody's platform or podcast or somebody will feature you on their Instagram account and then suddenly everything blows up and then you grow a lot and then you kind of plateau a little bit and then you have another jump up and these things happen more and more as you grow your platform and your personal brand and your business. But if you aren't resting regularly, because you can't plan them, you don't necessarily know when something like this is going to happen, but they do if you're consistently putting out quality content and connecting with your audience. And so when they happen, you want to be fresh so that you can be the best version of yourselves so you can take advantage of those times and make the most of them, right? So here's what I do in order to build rest into my life on an ongoing basis. Now, this might look different from what you do, but I really encourage you to think about what would rest look like to you and what would make you feel really rejuvenated, okay? What would really bring, give you space away from working that's gonna give you this rest that you need and keep you energized. So the first thing that we've done, me and my husband both do these, is we've planned out quarterly personal retreats. Now, we just started doing this last year, at the beginning of last year, and this has been absolutely transformational. And there's there's basically, here's how they're formatted. So one, we have to go away for four days and three nights. Can't stay home, can't stay in our cabin. 
we have to go somewhere else and actually retreat away from where we are. Now, you know, I've mostly stayed in a relatively local area. My husband's gone as far as driving all the way down to Kansas City from way up in northern Minnesota so that he could hang out with some friends playing pickleball. But we don't really have guidelines beyond that other than they have to be away from where we are. And the other thing is that we, we, we don't allow each other to feel guilty about taking time away from the family. And the goal of this is that we would have time without expectations on us. Like I can hang up my mom hat. I don't have to worry about being mom for four solid days. And we give ourselves complete freedom. Like, yes, for us, there's definitely a spiritual component to it, but we don't feel like it all has to be a specific like retreat structure or anything like that. Like my husband often does something really active because that's what brings him real rest. And God meets us there. Like he created us in such a way that we know what really brings us life. And he shows up when we do those things. So, you know, for me, sometimes I use them to do the high level thinking that I really want to do and planning that I don't do in the day-to-day business stuff because I love doing that. Or one time I did go, I, I volunteered at a conference for college students with InterVarsity and I was in their intercessory prayer room because that's definitely one of my my giftings and one of my passions is intercessory prayer. And so that one was more formal spiritual, but sometimes they're not at all. Sometimes they're just, I'm going to spend four days in North Dakota where I grew up in July because we're going to be out there for something else anyways. And it it's a perfect time for me to do my retreat. And I don't even know what I'm going to do out there. Like I might visit old friends. I might do something more spiritual. I might bring a bunch of fabric and just quilt. But the goal is that I could just basically have a break from the responsibilities of my life and not feel bad about it because that doesn't happen as a mom and that doesn't happen as a wife and it doesn't happen as a business owner unless we build it into that. And I love my husband. I love my children. I love my business. I love you. Like I I have so many things I enjoy, but it is absolutely incredible to be able to just set aside all of my responsibilities for four days and just not have to. I mean, if I just want to sleep all day long, I can. And actually, I sleep quite a bit. Sometimes I stay up late watching movies because it's something I never get to do. And I know I can sleep in the next day without anyone interrupting me. And it just feels like a luxury to be able to do something like that. So there's no shoulds. We don't let ourselves feel like it should be something or another. The only rules are we're not allowed to feel guilty about it. And we have to go away so that we actually go away. Because when you're in your area. When you stay at your home or nearby, it's really too easy to think about all the stuff that you still need to do or whatever else. And it's just so lovely to be able to do that. It's it's absolutely incredible. I come back such a better mother and a, such a better wife after these because I have that time just to be with God and just to be and to rest and to do whatever. And it's just, it's incredible. It's truly transformational. So it does mean that my husband and I are gone from each other eight times a year for this. So, you know, four times for me, four times for him. And so it's pretty, you know, it happens often. And our kids first are like, where are you going? And now they're just used to it. Like we've made this part of what we do and they have no problems with it. Like we're still there. We're better parents when we're home. (laughs) Like we give them more attention and are more present with them. And so, yeah, I, I don't feel bad about it anymore. I used to at first, but that has been massively transformational. The second thing we do, or what me and my husband do together, is we plan family vacations 
And we literally unplug and spend that time with family. So last year we did two big ones. One was in August for family camp. We do that every single year. It's at the camp that's associated with the ministry that I used to work with. And that's a solid week plus a couple of days on each side to travel because it's kind of a ways away for us. And that's like the best week ever because they make all the food. We just get to enjoy being together as a family and sit on the beach or play in the pool or you know, run around at camp doing whatever camp stuff we're doing, you know, sitting by fires. And that's just fun. It's so much fun to be at that camp. And I literally unplug completely. And it's so great to be able to focus on our family like that. And then last year, we also went to Arizona in December. We did that for almost two weeks. We were only going to do a week and do a full unplug again. But it was way cheaper to actually go for two weeks because of traveling not being just over the holidays. So I did work a little bit for the first half of that, but then the second half of that, I completely unplugged. And um, it was really great to do that twice a year. And so, and it was great to be in the warmth in the middle of winter, man. It was definitely a blessing to be able to let our kids swim and just do all the fun stuff that comes with planning vacations where we don't work at all and can just focus on family is really huge. The third way that I do this, I know this seems like more and more adding up, right? (laughs) You're adding up all the days in your head that were gone in a year, I bet. But it's okay. Like when you do these times of rest, then when you are back, you can be so much more efficient and so much more productive. It's great. So the third thing that I do is that I joined a business mastermind. It's Stu's mastermind. It's called Impact Mastermind. And yes, it's absolutely business related, but it totally fills up my tank. Like we meet three times a year in person and And the people in this mastermind have become my closest friends. Like I adore these people and I basically get to hang out in person with them. We usually do some fun event. It's like traveling together, eating good food together and talking business strategy together. And, you know, a bunch of us get an Airbnb or something. And it's kind of like a big geeky entrepreneurial sleepover party. And it's just so much fun for me. Like, I love my vacations with our family. This is a totally different kind of way of filling me up because I get to do the stuff that I love in in a setting where I also don't have to be worried about the day-to-day of my business. And I get to share with other people who are successful entrepreneurs that I just love and adore. So I get community in a way that I don't get at home because I can actually hang out with and chat with people who get it. Like, you know, it's it's amazing when you can talk about most people don't understand like the scale of what we do. And yes, I have friends here personally, but you know, if I talk about being disappointed about a launch and I actually shared any numbers, like it would blow their minds because the amount that we would make in a bad launch still might be several times what they make in a year. I mean, it's definitely several times what I made in a year. So before I did online stuff. And so I totally get it. Like, They can't understand me in the same way that other online business owners understand who are doing similar things. And Stu has done such a great job of curating the group and bringing in people who are just amazing people, who really care for each other, who want to make a big difference in the world, who value having fun, and who are really brilliant and influential business owners. Like, it's just so fun to see how even in what, a year and a half that we've been doing this, people have flourished and grown. And I just can't wait to see where all of us end up just a few years from now. It's just really fun. And so that is one of my favorite things to do. Um, I get to do some travel, which is fun. um, And I get to hang out and have real community with people who totally get it. And I can be very open and candid with 
and it helps my business. Like it has absolutely helped my business grow in amazing ways. So that's, that's really restful in a completely different sense of the word, because like strategizing and talking high level business stuff is one of my favorite things to do. And I love my husband and he loves me, but he doesn't love talking business strategy like I do. He will when we need to, but like, I love being around other people who geek out over it and get excited about opening up spreadsheets and looking at numbers. And uh, it's super dorky. It's so dorky, but I love it. So those are the different ways. Oh, the last thing I wanted to share too with this is that I set really good daily boundaries about when I work and when I don't. So when I'm done for the evening, I'm done. And I try not to work at least two days a week. So for me, that's Sunday and Monday because Monday is mostly a homeschooling day. I do hop into our weekly team meeting. I do a team meeting every day just to make sure everybody knows what we're focusing on for the week. But then after that, I usually take off and we have to go do music lessons and all sorts of other homeschooling stuff. So I usually work Tuesdays through Saturdays. And then Mondays, I sometimes cheat a little bit, but I do try and have really clear times when I'm working and when I'm not. And once I'm done, I'm done. And so I know sometimes my clients get frustrated Uh, because they want me to do more in the evenings when they're not at their day jobs. But that's just one of the boundaries that I've had to make for me and my family. And it works really great because then I have time off. I can quilt. I can hang out with them. I can do whatever it is we want to do as a family. We, you know, we watched the Spider-Man movie last night, which by the way, was really good. I'm shocked. Like Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, I really enjoyed it. I'm not usually, uh, that's not normally the kind of movie I'd enjoy, but it was really fun to do that as a family and enjoy it. So anyways, what I want you to think about are what are the ways you can build rest into your business? And I know this might seem overwhelming because that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. And you don't have to start there. Start with one thing. Start with one way you can build more rest into your business and then add on more as you go. Like that's kind of how we did it. We started with a vacation for our family. And then I joined a mastermind, you know, a few years after that. And then last year we added quarterly retreats. And we always, I mean, we had the good boundaries for the last few years because with the family, that's always been big, but you don't have to start with all of it at once. Start with a couple things and slowly build from there. But my goal is to help you not burn out because when you understand rest and you build it in as a way of life, I think it helps your family, your relationships, your business, yourself to feel rested and excited. And it really helps you avoid the burnout that I know is so prevalent when we just hustle, 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 hustle. And I believe that you're more focused and more efficient and more effective when you aren't working 18 hours a day every day. So the next episode, I'm going to talk about how other people impact your success. I know that it's not always fun to think that other people have an impact on it, but they do. And so we're going to talk all about that. So it's also my last episode about the Berkey race and the lessons that I take from that. So you'll have to bear with me as one I share one more tip from it, but it's a good one. So I will see you there. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a review, share with a friend. You know the drill. Just help me get the word out. I'd really love it. It's a great way to say thank you to me for taking the time to do these. And I appreciate you. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link 
that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is getthepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.